Welcome to the Wake and Take Podcast. On today's show, we're joined by professional bodybuilder Logan Foote in studio. We talk bodybuilding competitions, Natty or Juice, how he got TikTok famous, and some of his big rivals, Ralphie and Corbin. Great interview with him. We're going to lead the show with that, so it'll be on in just a second. Then after the interview, we talk Gopher Hoops, big transfer. Gophers landed last week. We're going to break that down. We're going to talk St. Thomas, reclassifying, moving hopefully to Division One. Uh, a big announcement came last week on that, and then a quick Gopher football update. Hit it, Randarius Randolph. There is a house in New Orleans. They call the rising sun. And it's been the ruin of many a poor boy. In God, I know I'm one. We now welcome on professional bodybuilder and 2019 world champion in pro classic Logan Foot. And Logan, let's start there. Can you explain the difference? BG and I have no idea really what's going on in the bodybuilding world. Hard to believe. Hard to believe, yeah, when you see us. Uh, can you explain the difference of the divisions and like what, what, what does pro classic mean? Yeah, so, well, first, pleasure being on. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, okay, so basically, there are a few different divisions in bodybuilding so there's classic physique which is what i do that's like the golden era right Mm -hmm. like arnold yep those type of guys yep right like it's kind of like a slim down version of like open bodybuilding which is the main one right which is the smaller it's like the i guess you could call them speedos almost right Mm -hmm. yep actually no classic now has gone more towards speedos but the the open bodybuilding the trunks that they wear even smaller than like Mm -hmm. a speedo Mm -hmm. okay so yeah but for open bodybuilding, it's more just straight mass, muscle mass. Of course, they're still going for a certain physique, but you want to be packing on a lot more muscle, whereas the classic is like more aesthetics gotcha. or that classic look okay. from the golden era. And then there's also men's physique, which that's going to be like the board shorts, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess I don't really know how to describe men's physique, what the best way to put it is. It's okay. like... Kind of like a beach body almost. Okay. You know, like just that stud on the beach. Okay. Like a monster. Where it's not like as much as like muscles bulging all over the place. Yeah, it's like to the average person, they look insane. But compared to like open bodybuilding, it's a lot more toned down. So I guess that's kind of my. Okay. So yeah, that's the breakdown. Do the different divisions like fall into weight classes like pro classic? Do you have to be in a certain weight limit there? For me, for the natural federations that I've done, there's actually been no weight or height limit, really. But if you're talking IFBB, then there's going to be weight restrictions based on your height okay. regarding okay. that. So I don't know the exact ones, but just whatever height you're at, if you're at a certain height, then there's a weight limit that you have to be under for the weigh-ins. Gotcha. And you compete in the natural division, right? So like no steroids and that kind of stuff. Yes, sir. But do the same divisions, is that the same stuff for... Like, unnatural bodybuilding, is it the same for both, yeah, or is there different? There aren't any any differences that I know of. Okay. So, yeah, it's it's all the same. And how long have you been doing this? How long have you been competing? Competing? I competed for the first time May 2019, so okay. just over a year ago. Yeah. And how did you get into this? You're the <laughs> only person I know, I've just met you too, who's in the bodybuilding industry, if you want to call it that. How does somebody get attracted to this and get into it. It's pretty funny because it's something that you, I don't know. I wasn't really, I didn't say one day, like, this is it. 
doing bodybuilding. This is my thing. I was kind of doing the training and living the lifestyle unknowingly. You know, if you asked me a couple of years ago, I would have never said, like, yeah, I'm a bodybuilder. But I was doing the training. I was doing the dieting. I was weighing out my foods, doing all that stuff for years. And then last December, I went on a trip to Cali, went to the Mecca there, and I met some guys. They showed me posing, taught me some stuff about bodybuilding. And then from then, I was like, I got to do this. I signed mm. up for a show like a week later. Were they big name people? I wonder if we would recognize any of them. Because I know we've seen some of the videos that have been put up of bodybuilders out in Cali. Nobody too big, really. Just just some regulars. Just some big guys. Hanging out. <laughs> yeah. were super cool. Showed me some stuff. And yeah, kind of committed to the sport from there. Who was the guy? I was looking through your Instagram today. Who was the chemist? You met chemist, him. Yeah. Frank Zane. Okay. So uh, what's, what, what's his story? It was unreal. So Frank Zane, back in the day, Arnold was like the mass. Mm-hmm. You know, he was really big at the time but frank zane was kind of shorter i think he was five nine or something and arno mm-hmm. was six one six two mm-hmm. straight mass so frank zane only weighed around 200 pounds which is pretty small and he stayed at that weight he didn't want to keep getting bigger like the trends were going mm-hmm. so he was known for just sheer aesthetics crazy posing and his vacuum pose so mm. what's yeah, a vacuum he, pose that's where you're sucking your vacuum stomach yeah, way yeah. in yeah yeah. Oh, okay. yeah yeah that makes sense stomach sucked way in yeah, so he, he was a three-time Mr. Olympia. Wow. Yeah. Is that a thing, like you have your own certain type of pose, like a, a signature pose? Most bodybuilders have one or two poses that they're super well-known for. Um, but it just depends on your body type, your proportions, mm-hmm. all that stuff, really what works for you. And so for every pose, you kind of have to adjust it a little bit and figure out what looks best for you. Yeah, yeah. Like if you imitate someone exactly, unless – your proportions are super similar. You're never going to look as good. Yeah. Do you have a signature pose? If Me? so, what is it? There's got to be one. I don't think I do yet, really. Not yet? Maybe. I don't know. I've it's seen, like, a, I think on your Instagram, like, there's like a split shot of you flexing and then like Arnold. And yeah. Pick, right? And it just yeah. looks That's so sweet. sweet. Like the, the back one. Yeah. The, the twisting yeah. back double is probably my favorite pose. Yeah. That's one of my best ones. But. I think at Worlds and my last few shows last year, the vacuum pose was probably, probably the one I was I got the best reaction from, just because. Hmm. Like, what, what do you mean reaction? Like the crowd is going crazy. Like, yeah, when that's <laughs> awesome. If, if, that if is you, awesome. No see, way. If you see a good vacuum, <laughs> if you see a good vacuum on stage, it's kind of like Ooh, vacuum. <laughs> but it's, that's then, crazy. then certain other poses I do, it's like just crowds dead. So I didn't even know there was a crowd yeah. to begin with. I just yeah. thought there were judges out there. Yeah, like I didn't 10. Know. Nine, nine and a half. Yeah, no, the thing is, I mean, back in the day they did, I don't even know what they do now, but pre-judging was like a private thing, so nobody watched the pre-judging or anything. Like in Pumping Iron, you see it's just the journalists, like the judges, that type of stuff. Yeah. But now it's all on stage, so yeah. That's crazy. Mm. The crowd was there. So there's the 612 signature pose, right? Is that the one that was the twisting one? The, the what's the Arnold one where he twists? What's the oh, name the, of that? The twisting rear double. Twisting rear double, sure. Yeah. And <laughs> twisting rear double. Sorry, I was looking at something else. And then the vacuum pose. Like those are pretty crazy names. What's the craziest name for a pose? I don't know. I don't. Or if there's not any like crazy, what are some other names for like certain poses? Is like and what are the crucifix pose where you're straight out like this? Huh. Yeah. Or I don't know. I feel like there aren't really too many. 
I mean, there's the standard front double. So a lot of them are pretty boring, but I know there's one that's pretty ridiculous. I it's on the tip of mm. my tongue, but I can't think of it. That's okay. Bug me, but. Do, uh, Hopefully it comes back. Yeah, do people ever, like, flop on their poses, like, try to do something sweet and then just <laughs> the doesn't vacuum work? And, like, and the their vacuum stomach comes up. <laughs> just falls out or something. There's definitely, I mean, for anyone, there's a certain, because with bodybuilding, it's subjective. So, yeah. you know, the judge and the crowd might react completely differently than what you think they're going to. So, like, if mm -hmm. I'm looking in the mirror, I'm like, this pose, this is money. Yeah. It's going to kill. Yeah. Then I, <laughs> then I go up there, flex. And just dead silent. Just yeah. dead silent. It's kind of a, yeah, kind of a confidence killer, but that's just the way it is. Yeah. So do the judges base some of their uh, judging, I guess, on the reaction of the crowd? Like, does that have anything to do with it? I feel like. Because we'll go to the next competition. Yeah, and we'll be, be there. We'll be so loud. Psycho just in making the crowd. crazy noises. <laughs> Cowbells. I feel like they're not supposed to, but it might kind of subconsciously yeah. weigh yeah. in a little yeah. bit because it's kind of hard for it not to because they're. They're there scorecarding mm -hmm. live as the audience reacts. So, yeah, it might a little bit. Yeah. Kind of changing the subject here. Does it suck to be spray tanned before every competition? I don't know if it's just <laughs> for certain competitions or all you have to be spray tanned for. It's the worst thing that I've ever experienced, probably. It's all <laughs> oh my at Worlds. The last one I did, I got like. The day of, after I showered everything, I had a huge rash from, oh. like, my neck down to here. And it was itchy 24-7 for, like, two weeks oh, after geez. the competition. Yeah. It was a nightmare. But, yeah, the spray tan is the worst part, for sure. And is it literally just kind of, like, spray paint? Yeah. They I just mean, head you, to toe? Do in you? the tents? Mm. It's this cold spray paint stuff <laughs> they spray on you. And that, that sucks fun. for the division where they do the speedos, cold, <laughs> yeah. cold, cold uh, spray before they go out there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, is that Not just? Do you think that ever change in bodybuilding, or is that just gonna is just a piece of it? You know, it's part of it. I don't know. If there was a way to take it out, I would. But on the other hand, I don't want to be using a tanning booth all day and that mm -hmm. type yeah. of thing to get to that color yeah. of darkness. So yeah, do some people do that? I mean. Even if you're getting a spray tan, it's going to help to mm -hmm. get a, an actual tan underneath yeah. just to look better. But I don't really like doing it. So yeah. I don't know. I don't no, have it seems like it would be terrible. Yeah. Like it just looks uncomfortable. You you get it the night before. So oh, geez. You got to sleep with that? Yeah. On? You got to you have to wear <laughs> uh, all sweats the sheets. so you don't stain the sheets. Yeah. Lay in bed. Like you can't move or like rub yeah. your face or any of that. Otherwise, it smudges. You just got to like. Yeah, they, they're not moving. probably don't sleep very well. No, it's it's <laughs> not fun. But other than that, that's definitely the worst part. Like cutting weight, all that stuff. I will take that any day over getting a spray tan. Okay. And what's your training program like? I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're doing stuff every day, but is it full time? Is this your full time gig? So, no, I'm not. I'm not really making money off of it right now, but I, I definitely treat it like it's a full time thing. I mean, mm -hmm. every day. Usually six days a week I'm training in the gym, get in there. I run, I switch off usually between a four and five day split, splitting up the body parts, go in, get my workout, and then stretching, diet, mm -hmm. nutrition, all that stuff. It takes up a lot of time. And how would somebody get paid? Is it just through sponsors yeah, or some events? Is, you, If you win it, you get a prize? Like back in the day, basically what everyone shot for was you get a weeder contract so he pays you, takes you under his belt, gives you exposure, gets you on magazine covers, that kind of thing. But 
now with the dawn of social media, it's kind of, I mean, that's your in, especially mm-hmm. for, for natural bodybuilding. The prize money is pretty low compared to mm-hmm. an actual IFBB competition. So, yeah, which is unnatural, right? Which is, you can do anything. Yeah, basically. Gotcha. And have you ever thought about getting into that or you want to stay on the natural side? I really want to stay natty, but there's always that side of me that just wonders, you know, what, what could happen if I went that route? So I'm not ruling it out, but I have no plans of hopping on anything mm-hmm. anytime soon, but it would be a lot of fun for sure. Yeah. And as of now, why, why did you choose natty? Cause for me, I really want to push my limits naturally and see what I can do without the help of steroids or anything. And also it's, it's an overall health kind of thing. I don't want to put myself at risk, mm-hmm. put my body at risk or any, anything like that. Cause yep. that's like, I started this as kind of a health thing too. So yeah, I'm all about that aspect of it. So for me, it seems kind of counterintuitive to be taking that stuff. Not that there's not a healthy way to do it, but yeah, it's something I don't know enough about for to sure. confidently mm-hmm. be able to walk in and say, I'm going to do this. So, yeah. yeah. And what is your diet like? What do you eat? How much do you eat every day? It's it's pretty boring, you know? <laughs> it's mostly just the, the stereotypical stuff you hear. Mm-hmm. Usually, I mean, it depends. Right now, I'm taking in 2,800 calories a day. Um, it's really just, you know, stuff like egg whites, yeah. oatmeal, mm-hmm. your chicken, your rice, that type of stuff. What is the average daily intake for like a normal person? What about snacks? You ever snack? Candy? Snacks. Not really. If I'm if I want to treat myself, I go for some cereal. That's hmm. that's been my thing lately. Cereal as a yeah. treat. That's just <laughs> that sounds wrong to me. What about this is probably a big one like drinking? Because I know that's you're gonna get a little stomach there, as you can see a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's I think anything in moderation is is good. Like for me, drinking, that's a stress reliever too. So if you're all, if you're constantly on go for months on end, having a drink or two might actually be a good thing mm. just for stress relief. But yeah, it's not something I do regularly anymore. Yeah. What'd yeah, you, I imagine that would. What'd you find out? Uh, it said 2,500. What'd you say you do? 2,800. 2,800? Okay. So yeah. A little yeah, bit more. A little bit I'm more. not really a big eater. I, I figured you were going to say like something like 10,000 or no, something Michael like that. Michael Phelps yeah, and I his training is going to be eating yeah. like a ton. Yeah, it's, I don't burn a ton of calories, really. It's not, because weight training, you're not really, you're burning between like 200 to 300 in a yeah. good workout, I'd say. Whereas with cardio, I mean, you could go on a run and burn way more than that, so. Yeah. Yeah, has it been, has it been hard for you now with the, with the gyms being closed? They're back open now, but. For a while there, that must have been uh, tough. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know what what to think at first (laughs) because I swear they kept saying the gyms are going to open like a week before the date. They move it up. They move it up. They move it up. So luckily, I have some good stuff at home, so I was able to maintain most of my strength. But yeah, it's been tough. But on the other hand, it's a good break, I guess, from going super intensely because I probably wouldn't give myself the break if I hadn't been forced to, yeah, and for the joints and for yeah, to recover. longevity, all that stuff, it's honestly a good thing. So, yeah, and when, win some, lose some. Yeah, when everything was open, where do you where do you lift? Like Lifetime, or is there a bodybuilder's place? <laughs> like a Gold's <laughs> um, gym? Yeah, Gold's on, on like the yeah, beaches so, of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> so, uh, I was saying that would be sweet. A, a gym on the lake. <laughs> yeah, you can only use it for three months. Wake and take yeah, on the lake. We'll wake, start it. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Uh, no, so. 
Uh, Los Campeones is in the cities. That's really the bodybuilding gym okay. of this area. But I just go to Lifetime Chan for the time being. Okay. I really want to get up to Los, but it's like a 30-minute drive. So doing that every day, I don't know. Parking's kind of iffy out there in the city. So yeah, true. Yeah, I'm probably going to start making it out there soon, though, because I really want to... I want to be surrounded by people that are going to help me get up there to the next level. And right. that's where I would go to do it. So. Yeah. Los Campeones. Where is that in the Twin Cities? It's it's right by the U, actually. Do I they have like really a garage like, door that just opens up? I just looking, I'm thinking of like a stereotypical, <laughs> like of it. just beef heads lifting yeah. in there. <laughs> I don't think they do really. Huh. No, it's kind of like a dungeon type gym. It's hmm. pretty, oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of cool. See you walk in there, it's yeah. the atmosphere is pretty crazy. You know? I bet. Everyone's going crazy. It's it's a good environment to get a good workout for sure. Do you were you a SpongeBob watcher as a kid? Of course. So say a couple of guys go up to the door like that. Is there going to be an entrance like uh, <laughs> I forget what is it called? How tough are you? Yeah. How tough are you? And they <laughs> see us. They see us with arms like not got, filling the sweetter. Yeah. Are we going to be able to get in, or is there like a <laughs> no, is there a is there certain a number of benchmark like we gotta we gotta hit? <laughs> How tough are you? <laughs> no, they definitely let you in, but it's, I mean, you got to be ready when you go in there because they're, these dudes go crazy. Like it's a. Like screaming it's, while it's you're a, lifting. Uh, it's, it's, there's a ton of screaming, but. <laughs> what if we went in there and just started doing that? <laughs> yeah. It's We're benching like 120. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, yeah, they got the basement where the hardcore stuff goes down. Yeah. I mean, like I've been lifting for a while, but really low. That's a that's an intimidating place to go yeah. lift. All right. Yeah, I bet. That'll be our challenge Next for stop, us. Los <laughs> Campos or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, okay, so you and you did start doing some, like, TikTok stuff. It, yes. Was that during quarantine, or when did you start doing that? Yeah, it actually was during quarantine. Um, a friend of mine had been telling me, like, man, you got to get on TikTok, post some fitness stuff. Mm-hmm. You could blow up yeah. for months. And I was like, TikTok, I mean. Yeah, I'm not getting on there. And then <laughs> one day I was, it was like three days before the gyms closed or something. Okay. I was like, the gyms are going to close. And I thought back because I'd done, like, I was in a hotel room where they had no dumbbells or anything. So I just was curling luggage and stuff. And my dad walked <laughs> in. He was like, what are you doing in my bag? But I thought back to that. So I ended up making a video. It was like a bicep workout or something okay. that you can do with a backpack. You just throw some books in there whatever you can find. And then that one ended up kind of getting some views. So just kind of kept doing it from there. Yeah. You have 134,000 followers on TikTok as of about two hours ago. So I'm sure that's risen a little bit. I think it was like (laughs) 1.3 million likes. I guess Uh, crazy. Yeah. That's pretty good. I'm sure you didn't see that when you started it. Oh no, absolutely not. I mean, I guess nobody ever does really, but yeah, yeah, it's, I'm surprised. What's your most watched video? I think it was, it might have been a vacuum video. Actually. <laughs> yeah, let's go. People love the yeah, vacuum. Yeah, I was talking about tightening your waist with a vacuum because it strengthens your transverse abdominis, so your waist won't be as extended mm. just when you're sitting rested. So that was one that I think that's the most viewed, yeah. Do you know off the top of your head how many views or how many likes it got? I just remember <laughs> it hit a million views. And then I started bumping a Millie by Lil Wayne. And was, <laughs> <laughs> I've made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so that was awesome. my moment. And then I just kind of stopped looking um, yeah. at a certain point. That's, do you read through any of the comments or anything? Uh, I kind of had to stop doing that because <laughs> it's so many haters. Yeah, yeah. I bet. 
Say, yes. Saying what? I mean, there's just haters anything. on everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anything, anything, anything and everything. Well, Anyone the, that's got a lot of views. The thing with TikTok is that most people are on the For You page mm-hmm. just on a regular basis when they're scrolling through. So you just pop up on someone's feed randomly. It yep. could be someone, just any person, and they see your video and they hate it. Or they hate you, or you yeah, know, they just yeah. feel like hating on you. Yeah, you look jacked, like, oh, screw this guy. <laughs> yeah. And so they're getting they, fatter during they, quarantine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So they can comment whatever yeah. just instantly. So that's the thing with TikTok, whereas YouTube, like, you have to actively kind of seek out a video and mm-hmm. click on it and then go comment. Right. So TikTok, there have been some war zone comment sections yeah. on my videos. It's been crazy to watch. <laughs> Do you ever go back and forth with them? <laughs> I tried a little bit at first. Like, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. No, I was like, I was just showing love. I was like, ah, I mean, just trying to reason with them. But yeah, no, yeah, that's just probably a waste just of give up. Effort. It's not worth yeah. it. And I can just like see it as an outsider looking into like bodybuilding people. A lot of the comments like, oh, steroids. Oh, you're yeah. juicing. Exactly. Yeah. That's a big thing too. Yeah. Have you ever tried to venture off the just like bodybuilding and strength videos and go and just like make a funny video on TikTok? <laughs> Not really. I made... Or is it purely fitness? You made one, though, the, a couple, like a recent one. Oh, uh, the, the Ronnie Coleman one? The one with the guy who was just benching or yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah. pressing all the weights? Yeah, that one I was just, I was just laying in bed at night. I couldn't sleep. And that idea just popped into my head. And I was like, that could be funny. But I generally think I'm a lot funnier than anybody else does. Like, <laughs> As the comments show. So when I edited that video, I was just giggling my ass off watching it. <laughs> but I figured, eh, nobody will probably think it's that funny. But I don't really care enough. Like, to me, I thought it was funny. So someone else saying that's dumb, you suck. Yeah. It doesn't really matter enough to me. Yeah. It's yeah, a good, a good attitude so. to have. Good so he's like, yeah, what was it? Like I a video. Seen. He's just like looking around. He's like, where did all the plates go? <laughs> yeah. And then it just like cuts to like, I guess yeah, Ronnie Coleman. Ronnie Coleman's 2,300 pound leg press. Yeah. And there's just like a million. And he reps it out for like there. eight. So yeah, it was, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and so you do do YouTube as well. Did that yes. start before the TikTok? Yeah. I mean, all growing up, I always, wanted to be a youtuber i was like i saw those the gamer guys on mm-hmm. there yeah i thought dang that'd be such a cool job so i've always liked making youtube videos but i haven't really committed to it yet so it's just every now and then i'll post a youtube video but we'll see i'll probably yeah. start posting more regularly up my quality a little bit you know yeah but it's fun i enjoy it so that's really why i do it i mm. mean i wouldn't be posting them if i didn't because it's not like i'm making money or anything off it yeah mm-hmm. so and you know you're the you're the second person that we've had in studio during our whole time here, and you're also the second YouTuber. Yeah, the first Both person the was Face Swan. Yeah, gamer on YouTube. Face yeah. Swan. So that's kind of funny. Um, going back to kind of what we started talking about earlier, just with the natural competition that you compete in. So you compete in the drug-free division of bodybuilding, but you can also take supplements, right? Yeah. So how does that work? Well, basically... And, like, what supplements? So, they have a list. I think each federation has, you know, their list of which supplements that you... Or, I, I guess, it's not really supplements. It's basically any form of testosterone, HDH, that type of stuff that is considered unnatural. There are also some stimulants on there that have been banned. Mm. It's basically banned substances, testosterone, that type of stuff. So, there's a list, and you have to go over it. So I, I just get super nervous that, like, unreasonably, I'm always, like, I get some aminos or something. I'm, like, I got to check make sure nothing's in this just because 
you have to be that careful. But mm-hmm. yeah, so H- HGH that's banned in the NFL because uh, I've heard of that before. Or baseball, yeah, yeah that's, that's, like, that's straight steroids, isn't it? Yeah, that's mainly like the open bodybuilders just get massive. I don't know a ton about it, but yeah, it's just straight mass. <laughs> that's what that'll <laughs> straight gains, like. baby. Straight mass. And you can't take that. No, no you cannot. You, okay, no, yeah. unless you're in the juicing one, the one with yeah. steroids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the untested divisions. Which, if you're in an untested one, it doesn't mean you have to take anything. It just means if you're not, then it's not a level playing field. Right. So. And so, like each day, or whatever before the competition, do you have to get drug tested? I take it. Yeah. So it's there's a polygraph test. <laughs> no way. You, yeah, yeah. They hook you up to a bunch of stuff. Like a, a lie detector? Yeah. Yeah. And they, <laughs> That's so awesome. they question you and all that. And then the day of the competition, uh, after you walk off stage, I think it's if you're if you're top three or something, then there's a urine test too. Mm. To mm. That's crazy. What yeah, I'm just so thinking they, of like meet the, the fuckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the inner circle. <laughs> He's got him downstairs. Yeah. It is so nerve wracking. Even knowing like even knowing I've never taken anything. It's like when you're 12 years old and your mom is like, we need to talk. It's like that's the thing. You start thinking like, yeah, what do I is there do? What anything do? What that do I've do? ever done yeah. that might pop up on this? So, yeah, huh. it's it's pretty nerve-wracking. Well, I had no idea that happened. I thought you just pissed yeah. in a cup. And that's only for the top three that get tested, right? Like uh, uh, urine so, sample? Yeah, everyone gets polygraphs, and then the urine is for top three or whatever they decide. So do you think some people just risk it? And say, like, if I get first, awesome, but hopefully I just pass the test then. I have no idea, honestly. I mean, see, the thing is, one of the problems with natural federations is there seems to be some sort of, I guess, opinion in the public that, like, it's just super easy to pass a polygraph test or a urine Mm -hmm. test or whatever. I'm sure there are ways to do it, maybe, if you really thought it out, but... I don't know. Everyone seems to think it's just super easy to pass if you really want to, or at least, you know, all the haters mm. do. All the people, hate, so. <laughs> all the people in the TikTok comments. <laughs> all the, yeah. So six, easy to pass a polygraph. Yeah, all the no, screw this dude. Like, 110 comments. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, as far as I know, it's, they're pretty thorough. They ask a lot of questions. Wow. It seems like they would do it the other way around. Cause I, f- I feel like a urine test would be way easier to do and to run than have a polygraph test. It seems like they would they should, I mean, I don't know, but it seems like kind of a lot of work to polygraph everybody. Yeah, well, the thing with a urine test is like theoretically, if you were to if you were to take something and then cycle off of it, you know, like a a month mm. beforehand or something, oh, then yeah, it wouldn't show, show up. up. Yeah, that's whereas true. the polygraph, they ask you like, in the last seven years, have you taken anything on this banned substance list? Okay, yeah, that and makes sense. I guess you have to say yes or no. Yeah, and is that the only question? No, they have a bunch of other ones. Because I feel like that's all, like, have you taken any banned substances? No. Yeah. All right, you're good. Yeah. Like, yeah. what else would it's, they ask you? I don't really know. Most of the time, I was just like, yeah, kind of freaking out. It yeah. kind of just went in one ear and out the other. Yeah, yeah I could see that. But yeah, I don't know. Just have you? Do you intend to tell the truth here today? Or something <laughs> like that? Nope. <laughs> uh, nope. <laughs> yeah. Next time you should just, your first answer, just lie. I saw this on Patrick Jane one time, I think. Or maybe it was a different crime show. They actually make you lie for one Do they? Oh, oh, okay. I was going to say. (laughs) The first time I did one, he was like, all right, so I'm going to ask you this question. Tell the truth. I'm going to ask you this one. You have to lie. All right? Say you have to Uh, lie. Yeah. And then I accidentally told the truth and had to redo it because I was just like so ready to. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do they have like the little needles going up and down? 
Yeah. Can you see them when you're no, taking it? You have to face a wall. Okay. Just like, <laughs> just sit like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, I didn't mean that. Yeah. You should uh, look up ways to beat a polygraph and just try to lie to them <laughs> next time. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, for the another movie that I saw came to my mind. I can't think of the name, but he's got like a pin in his shoe. And at before every answer, he steps on it. So like hurts oh, so yeah. much and his levels are just going crazy. So oh, then no matter what the answer is, it's always the same. He like steps on it. Like, yes. <laughs> so I think he like I don't know if that works or not, but yeah, it could if, work. if you're trying to cheat the hey, system, bring a pin. Revealed that to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, never we thought should, about that. We'll cut that part out. So just you know, that's secret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we talked about the judges a little bit earlier, but how are the judges? Are they pretty, you know, even level, or is there some biases and that kind of stuff? I mean, no matter what happens, most of the time, whoever loses is gonna say, you know, ugh. I mean, it's yeah. It's subjective. Yeah, I'm just like best. any other sport. Right. Yeah, but they just told me I'm not. So, but from a certain point of view, I guess, like if you go back and you look through and compare shots, like that's what I would do. Every competition, I would go back and compare shot for shot versus every other guy. And if I came to the conclusion, and other people did too, that I was the winner, then I was pissed when I lost. But, mm. you know, it's with this sport, you got to expect it, you know? Yeah. Because so, it's subjective. So yeah. to me, I could think I look amazing, but to someone else, just I don't. So. And how many competitions have you done? So I did five last year, actually. Wow. Yeah. And you won the one world championship. What? How else did you do in the other four? So first one, I did the novice division. Okay. Won that one. Second one was where I earned my pro card, got first place. Third one was Windy City, took second there. Mm. Fourth one. Who beat you? Uh, my this guy named Richie. Richie, yeah, okay. he's a he's a good guy. We actually talked backstage. It was kind of funny. We had a little little combo, but yeah. So and then the fourth one, Richie beat me out again. Mm. But that damn Richie, damn Richie. Where does he live? I don't know. Actually. Hopefully close by. Yeah, we can go get him. <laughs> we'll send our dogs. I think on he him. might be from Chicago. Okay. I'm, oh, uh, he had home court advantage. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. Th- then he came he came to Bloomington and whooped me too. Uh, so. uh, never mind. You know, but but then at Worlds, uh, he wasn't there, so I didn't get to. Sweet. Richie mysteriously went missing. <laughs> I was ready to battle it out. Yeah. I was like, I got yeah, to claim this him, title and win it rightfully. Yeah. So that's that'd be my one regret that I I didn't get to take him on at Worlds, but yeah, I'm maybe sure this we'll year run into each other again. Yeah. At some point. How so, old is he? I have no idea actually. Right. He's kind of I, a man of mystery. <laughs> Richie. No, Richie. No, last no, name. no last just Richie. Just Richie. I don't really pay attention to the competition that much because I mean it, in a sport like bodybuilding, what anyone else is doing won't necessarily help you or yeah. weigh into how I train at all. So just so, kind of focus on me. Yeah. It kind of sounds like Richie is your rival <laughs> or maybe a, a villain to you. <laughs> Would you say he's your biggest rival or do you have like any actual rivals that you've gone up against? I would actually say my biggest rival is a guy named Corbin. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He's actually. <laughs> Sounds kind of soft. He was. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a chef. No, the thing is like we were, I think we placed right next to each other in like three competitions back to back, including worlds. He placed second at worlds and he was like, he was like the Frank Zane to Arnold. Like he's, oh, he's okay. a little smaller, but way more shredded. So we kind of battled it out, but. Yeah, he's definitely earned my respect. 
Okay, Corbin. Line. Corbin is the guy. Corbin Blue is the guy from High School Musical. Who's like a chef. <laughs> That's why I thought of that. Yeah, and Le Cordon Blue, the school. And Le Cordon right? Blue. Oh, yeah, yes, there's a lot yeah. of it. And how how right. tall are you? I'm six one. Oh, so you're so Arnold's height, like, right? I guess. I mean, some people think Arnold lied about his height, but <laughs> and he's I, shorter no than he idea. said he was. Yeah, I think he. I think he usually said he was six two, or something like that. But. I have no idea. I believe it. I mean, if you look at him on stage. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to question him at yeah. all. Yeah, I'm not questioning <laughs> Whatever him Whatever you all, say, man. Yeah. And so the guy's name was Corbin, right? Yeah. And is he your, let's say, your biggest rival because you guys have been close in competitions, or is he just like a shitty person and he's got an <laughs> attitude too? We're both. The funny thing is, he's like just the nicest Damn. guy ever. No, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's fun. There are some people who are just, they're super hostile and, toxic but yeah it's because i feel like maybe it's like uh, it's probably not a branch off of modeling but just people like think highly of themselves when like models do or maybe bodybuilders because like everybody's watching them oh, do you run sure. into that when you meet people oh, that's like that's like generally most competitors like if you find one that's down to earth and super humble then usually it's that kind of gets your attention because most people are strutting around yeah yeah i mean you can't really blame them Cause it's like they work so hard, got this crazy physique, but yeah, that's just usually the way it is. Yeah, yeah, I could see that for sure, definitely. How well do you know weights? Like, if you if I just pick you picked up and gave you a weight and you're just <laughs> like benching it, could you like tell me pretty accurately how much it weighed? I feel like I could probably, but right. I don't know. Cause after quarantine, that's kind of everything feels heavier. I kind of went soft, <laughs> yeah. you know, just like a softer, sadder version of myself. Yeah. So I got this bench rest behind you there. I have no idea how much it weighs. Cause I just have like every weight in this house is just on there and I've never actually added it up. Yeah. A lot of fives. The, the biggest weights I have are tens. So oh, yeah. do you think you could clear I that? Think, <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to let you bench after this and you got to tell me how much it oh, is. Yeah. I think it's like maybe 120, but I don't know. Just guess it. Yeah, I could do that. What's your what's your best lift? Best lift? I don't know. I'm not that strong, to be honest. Like <laughs> lifting heavy weights is not. <laughs> what the hell are those arms <laughs> for? <laughs> your arms are like. I wish everybody who's listening shirt. was in person right yeah, now. Yeah, probably you can see in the video bit. Probably the most. Yeah, it's funny you say that because probably the one I would consider most impressive is my skull crusher, just straight with a barbell. What is that? Oh, is that right here or something? Yeah, it's like you lay down on a bench. Yeah. Get it up. Oh, okay. Just press that. I think I did. Well, I did one seventy five for like a rep and a half, just because I wanted to see. And then over quarantine, I think I hit one fifty five for ten mm. on that. Yeah, but I don't know what to compare that to for, for a skull for crusher, a skull but it sounds really impressive. Yeah, I don't think I can one fifty one seventy pounds. But, <laughs> but that that's the thing. I always get jokes about my legs, so I need to focus <laughs> focus more on. And these babies, as bigger. we both peered, yeah, we just, we're just checking them out. <laughs> now I'm exposed. I was gonna wear sweats. I kind of wish I did now. What about what about bench? How much can you bench. bench? It was I think like a week before quarantine, I hit a 365 bench, wow. which relative to my size, it's not that's not crazy or anything. But I think how much do you weigh? Uh, usually if that can be said, 204. Okay. Yeah, we'll that's that's so literally right where I am. 204. <laughs> Camp bench 365. <laughs> 380. But, yeah. So I don't really like flat bench, but incline bench, I put up 315 for two. So that's, I'm more proud of that. Yeah. Uh, How about squat? Flat. Squat, uh, you know, 
Does does it matter? That <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, right. we could we skip past that. <laughs> right. so my squat is 415. All right, I'll put it out there. Hey, put it out there. Sounds pretty good to me. Slows myself. Yeah. So I need to work on it. But yeah. I never thought I'd break 400 on squat. So hey. If now, I was squatting 415, I'd be so happy. I'd be pumped. <laughs> I'd be telling everybody I squat 415. But benching I'd probably have a 360, I'd be that. loving Yeah, my that's life. the thing. It's My bench and my squat are so close together that I, I feel like I have to hide it. Like, nobody cares about this. <laughs> it's yeah, still impressive that, to us, and I'm sure everybody who's going to yeah. be listening, unless we hit a bodybuilding little market. Yeah, if we hit the bodybuilding <laughs> market, they're going to be laughing their asses oh, off. Yeah, this yeah. is going <laughs> everywhere, no, no, which I guess we hope happens. I'm a joke. They're like... 365 what <laughs> yeah you just what? show them the world championship shut them <laughs> up yeah show uh uh what ralphie was that the guy's name richie richie richie, <laughs> richie and corbin, richie and corbin. <laughs> uh, what do the words natty or juice mean to you because i saw a reddit thread natty or juice about you on reddit you saw that yeah my cousin was over at my house and he was like dude have you seen this reddit thread i was like <laughs> I've never been. On I was Reddit looking through it life. a couple days ago. I just googled your name, yeah. and then uh, Natty or Juice Logan Foot was like, "Oh, boy, <laughs> this is gonna be juicy." Pun intended. And just like you said on TikTok, a lot of haters. Oh my gosh, yeah, a lot of haters, a lot of haters. But it's like, if people aren't hating on you, then I feel like you're not doing anything worthwhile, anyways. Because yeah. it comes from, from jealousy a point of view. Yeah. yeah. But so is Natty or Juice just like deciphering, oh, this guy's natural or he's juicing, he's on steroids? Yeah, so Juice, I mean, that's the juice. Yeah, self-explanatory. Yep. Yeah. And um, they had like a side-by-side picture of you, I don't know how many years ago, where you were smaller oh, yeah, than you are yeah, yeah. now and one with your shirt off where you're looking like a, a <laughs> hamster, like a muscle hamster, Jesus. <laughs> and just off those pictures, like, oh, he's juicing for sure. Know, that's where I'm thing. sure they're, they're just like, keyboard warriors, 14-year-olds. Exactly. Yeah, just... It's like I have no a, idea. Every once in a while, someone who actually like pays attention to bodybuilding will comment. They're like, "You guys don't know anything about this sport <laughs> or what you're looking at whatsoever. This guy isn't on juice, so that, that's always nice." But yeah, and we should probably make a Reddit stream that starts some sort of controversy about Corbin. And maybe uh, <laughs> Ralphie or Richie. Ralphie, no. yeah, we'll call him Ralphie. Richie, Richie, Daddy or Juice. <laughs> No, I don't even know how to start no. a Reddit stream, a good thread or stream or whatever. Um, yeah, I can read the next one. Yeah, I wrote that one's so Could good. you beat the shit out of me? <laughs> I was not expecting We're about the same that. weight, 204. I'm a little taller. I've got reach on you. I think it's obvious you got muscle on me. I don't know. It depends, like... Are we boxing or are we like straight street fighting? Oh, because you're he you're was a wrestler, wrestler right? Yeah, so yeah, I think exactly. he beat the shit. Okay, out boxing. Sure. Let's say boxing. You probably. I have I no. Know. I have no fighting experience. <laughs> I don't know. I just come out slugging, probably. Yeah, <laughs> but if you pr- can next one, dude, you're see my, my cardio is not that good. So I just pray I take you down on the first round. Your what isn't that good? My cardio. cardio. So Ooh. if you take me past the first round, I probably just. Well, <laughs> we're, we're both gonna be struggling <laughs> past the first round. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully we don't have to figure. Uh, go ahead. Next one's good, too. All right. I keep going back and forth between the Reddit. I'm trying to find a good question. All right. Oh, I wrote this after I saw you in that <laughs> Twins baseball shirt. Do you have to be? Do you have to buy tailored shirts with extra arm space? <laughs> the problem is, I'm like... <laughs> Here we go. I thought it was going to be a no. <laughs> the problem is they're just all so tight. Yeah. No, it's, it's definitely hard to find clothes that 
that fit well because <laughs> it's like like I know you mean well, but that comes off so <laughs> douchebaggy. <laughs> I know you mean it. yeah, yeah. No, because it's always like either I have to buy one and it's way too baggy. Yeah. Or I buy it and it looks like I'm wearing a like a small medium, medium, <laughs> medium, yeah. And like I used to always wear just like larges or whatever, yeah. and it I'd look like a just. <laughs> just the sleeves were like up to elastic here, just around my here, bicep. Yeah. yeah, so I got made fun of for that. But then I don't want to be wearing baggy clothes around. Yeah. So no, it's probably a good problem to have though. I mean, there's there's a lot worse problems. I guess. Yeah. Do you know of a guy by the name of Mandarin guy? Because he's on Reddit. He's kind of backing you up. Oh really? Yeah. About the people saying, "Oh, juicy for sure." He's uh, <laughs> What's he saying? he's he's posted a fake natty denial on TikTok. So he must be natty. Um, he said you're six one or something like that. So yeah, he knows yeah. a little bit about See? you. And then the guy's saying this dude isn't natty, blah blah blah. And he says, "Can you please elaborate? I'd like to like know a bit more how you're getting that info from." So exactly. you had somebody, and I'm sure a lot of people no on your side too. Who I'm man. guessing he knows something about lifting and uh, bodybuilding. Well, that's nice to hear. Yeah, Mandarin guy. Mandarin guy. Shout out, he rock. <laughs> I hope he's listening. <laughs> Um, let's see. We asked you about the rivalries. Yeah. I don't get a whole lot else, BG. Um, so is there like a, if you did steroids and got into that industry or side of it, whatever you want to call it, there'd be like health risks as of now with like the amount that you lift and like your diet, your diet's good, but like the amount you lift in any of that, is there anything you're doing to be in the shape you are that's unhealthy to you? I mean, for me, the biggest thing is is joint pain because just like repetitively yeah, lifting, you're always trying to constantly push more weight so that you can push more weight in the hypertrophy range and build more muscle, all that. So constantly going into the gym and trying to, you know, give it your all, go hard. For me, I was already like I've had joint pain since I was like 17, so it, mm. it goes back. So that's probably been the biggest health issue that I've had to face. Mm. So, yeah, just deloading, doing a lot of stretching, that type of stuff. Yeah. That's how I handle it. But that's that's the one issue I have with it. Because I know, like, a lot of football players in high school, like, they just bench, 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 and then you have, like, a torn labrum. Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't know if something that, that you have run into or at least your competition with people getting their arms and shoulders so big. Yeah, no, I've never had any serious injuries, knock yeah. on wood, but it just really joint stuff. I mean – I can't even think of a serious injury that I've had. Good. I mean, I've had a hernia scare, like I thought I had one, but I guess I just strained my abdominals or something because mm. I was I was deadlifting beltless. So that's really like the biggest thing. Yeah. Would you say there's a mental toll that comes into play with just working out and being in the gym for so many hours day after day? Really the the mental toll is like when you're when you're creeping up on your show, going into prep. And you've been dieting and working out nonstop for months, just been in a deficit forever. That's probably the hardest it gets. But really for me, like I was so committed to going and winning, like I really wanted it that I never really questioned it or anything. Like, cause I get a mood boost every time I go to the gym and train. That's part of the reason why I do it. So, but yeah, really after dieting for months, it 
gets to you a little bit. Yeah, I bet. I could imagine. I remember what I was going to say at the end. Um, let's just talk about a hypothetical here. Say somebody who was in fine shape started not exercising exercising as much during quarantine, and then they got like a little bit of a stomach. What would <laughs> what would you say are some good workouts to get the little like toned abs or just bring the stomach back a little bit? Well, vacuums, of course, if you want to bring it in. <laughs> vacuums, of course. But like that, that actually works as like a workout, not just a pose. Yeah, no, like I think you should try it. Like if you do a vacuum consistently, do your sets, time it out, and hold it, you'll notice a difference over time. Like I definitely did. I've, I've compared photos like when I first did a vacuum and now, and it's pretty noticeable. You can do a pretty crazy vacuum. Well, you're, you're at yeah, your I can ribs. do one where I like suck in and his ribs and then like push the stomach out, so it's there's like nothing there. Yeah, if you've seen those, that might be the side vacuum for those side in the vacuum. Uh, <laughs> bodybuilding world. Yeah, but side vacuum. But yeah, hit those vacuums. <laughs> you got to try and make sure the diet's clean a little bit. Yeah, um, clean it up. It's gonna be tough. <laughs> I've always have eaten not too healthy, and it's never impacted me because I've been doing stuff. But now it's less you can do. But. Yeah, true. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, from, like, the worse your diet is to start, like, the more room, like, the easier it is to improve. Like, if That's you make true. small changes at the start, you'll notice a big difference. Yeah. But once you get, like, for, for me, I have to kind of consider everything carefully, like, what I'm changing up. So, yeah, but. And I think we might have asked him just briefly in the beginning, but how much cardio do you do, if any? <laughs> Put me on the spot. <laughs> so I'm not, not a, a big cardio guy, you okay. know. Yeah. I, I I have a step goal. I usually try and get to ten thousand steps a day on my Fitbit. Yep. So usually I'll do like ten minutes of just treadmill incline in the morning and ten at night, like go shoot hoops or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the most I usually do. I was okay. doing hill runs for a while, but haven't gotten back. To it. <laughs> no, it's been a couple weeks, so maybe this is a kick in the butt to yeah go do some of those. That's good to hear because I hate doing cardio, so I do not <laughs> want to do that. But nobody likes it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't. I don't ever do cardio, but fortunately, I have a job <laughs> that you know is workout caddy. Yeah. So just walking ten miles every day is good. <laughs> yeah, good enough no, for that's me. That's good. Um. Yeah. BG, you got anything else? That's all I got. Do we have a guest When's question? Your, yeah, we got a guest question from George, on, guest producer. George. We got all of them. We got all of them. When's your next you competition? Do we ask you that already? I. Do you I have one lined up? I don't know what my plans are. Yeah. We'll see. Did they cancel a lot of them with COVID? I think they really just pushed them back for the most part. Like, I know there's one this month. I think it's like this week, actually. But oh. hmm. that was the first one I did last year. So we'll see. I'm kind of searching the landscape, planning yeah. my next move. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'll compete this year or take a year off. But I'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Give Richie and Corbin a run for their money. <laughs> Ralphie, yeah. yeah. And Ralphie. at least one of these times, we should either go to Los Campiones. Oh, yes. Yeah. We'd probably have to go with you or else get shunned. Or like a door. muscle shirt that has like yeah. abs on the but, front. Or but whatever. no, it'd be fun to just see what that's like. I don't know if they would want us lifting the weight we lift in there. But just, I think it'd be just to see what it would be like. Them. Just show respect. Don't do any any crazy stuff just like go up and just like start staring at their arms and say, yeah. whoa, whoa. <laughs> look at yeah, that it's, they're good people there though you know it's a fun environment it's definitely worth a trip <laughs> yeah. out all right check yeah. it out we'll keep that in mind well logan thanks for coming in appreciate it only My the second pleasure. guest in studio so you're paving the way Let's hopefully go. for a lot more coming in pleasure yep. thanks for having me yeah peace and again a special thanks 
to Logan Foote for coming on. He's a big dude. He's just wide and jacked. And his arms just bulge and almost rip the shirt he's wearing in. <laughs> yeah. It's, just, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. I wish we could just watch him work out. We should go. <laughs> we should definitely go to Los Campos and watch him work out <laughs> Los Campos. <laughs> Whatever it's called. Isn't that what it's Lo, called? Los Campiones. Los Which Campiones. Is, it's the champions. Yeah. The champions. Okay. That makes but, a little sense. No, that, that'd be fun to see and just see those other jack dudes. Yeah. He said they don't scream, but I kind of, <laughs> I find that hard to believe. Just everything they do. <laughs> Just to be heard and seen by everybody else. But, yeah, that, that would be really fun. Could you imagine if we went in there like Nelk Boys style and just started screaming <laughs> like we were working out? <laughs> uh, they they would shoo us up. They would pick us up and throw us in the river. <laughs> Might eat us. Yeah. Um, so we got a couple other things. Not a whole lot to touch on here. Again, not a lot of sporting news um, going on. But uh, the Gophers, Gopher Hoops, landed the big one this week, BG. Uh, Boothgotch. Is that how you pronounce it? Booth? Boothgotch, spelled both, B-O-T-H, yeah. but Boothgotch. Yeah, out of Austin, Minnesota. Um, that's where he went to high school anyway. That's where he played high school ball. Then he went to Utah uh, for two years. So I think he yep. he must have been a – did he redshirt then? Because I think he's coming here with sophomore – no, he's coming here with junior eligibility. Yeah, he right? played two years at okay. Utah. So two years at Utah. Now he's coming back home to Minnesota. Announced it um, last week. And I think that's a pretty good get. He's six six. Can run the floor, can shoot from the outside. He's kind of a Matthew Hurt type, but a little more athletic. Yeah, 6'6", 183. He's yeah. a toothpick, but you got to believe he's athletic. And from what I heard, he can shoot the ball too. Um, he was just got done with his sophomore year at Utah, and Utah had a pretty good team this year. And he was their second leading scorer as a true sophomore. And before that, as you said, he's from Austin, Minnesota. He helped win them the state championship in 3A. Uh, basketball in 2017 and oh, I wow. didn't and I didn't know this but the that was his junior year and the year after he transferred to a prep school in Arizona oh. for his senior year so maybe that's why um, he's not as uh, recognizable as a name like a Gary Trent or something or I guess that's a bad example because he transferred too but like yeah. a, a Trey Jones who stays in the system in Minnesota but yeah it's a good get for sure um, as well as the other two transfers we've gotten um, in the past couple of months that mm-hmm. the big center I forget his name. Uh, the European guy, I think he yeah. is from Drake. Yep. Um, who should be good? And then the is he a seven footer? I'm pretty sure. Oh, he's right around there. He I know is. he's long because we talked about it when it first happened. I think when he first committed, uh, yeah. or whatever. And maybe he's not European actually, but Liam Robbins is okay, his name. Yeah, it doesn't sound super European. No, yeah, that's why I'm saying that now. Um, I remember him being tall. Let's see. I'm trying to look it up now. Um, well, you're looking that up. And we also got a graduate transfer out of Western Michigan. And looking at Star Tribute now, they're saying if all three of these guys can play next year because you have to deal with the eligibility waiver, which Booth Gotch and Liam Robbins out of Drake will have to do. Um, uh, Brandon Johnson, the Western Michigan guy, won't because he's a graduate transfer. But they said that all three of these guys would be starters on the wow. Gophers team. Yeah, and that would be awesome to put along – which would help us on, on the outside. A bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Liam Robbins here, seven feet. They got there him listed go. at seven feet from the Drake website, 235. That seems, you know, a little light for seven Yeah. Quarter, so hopefully he's, he's he athletic move. and can yeah. move up and down the floor. And maybe we get another Reggie type blocking everything. Yep. And it, it oh, yeah. And I, I remember that reading. Uh, obviously, Drake is a little less of a conference than the Big Ten, obviously, but he averaged an absurd amount of uh, ranking fifth nationally blocks. He had three blocks a game. Yeah. So it's like Reggie, Reggie Jr., <laughs> yeah, Reggie. which will be nice. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great for the Gophers program. 
uh, the basketball program to get somebody like Booth Gotch just because he's a really good player. It also helps that he's from Minnesota or he played in Minnesota growing up. So that's always feel good to get those guys uh, back to their home state. And um, Utah knew in advance that he was going to transfer because he was going, he, I don't know, he, the word isn't signed up, but he put himself in the NBA draft portal oh, yeah. last season and didn't get too much contact, I'm sure. So then he transferred. That's the deal he told him. I'm going to go to the NBA draft portal, see what there, see what's there for me, and if not, transfer. So mm-hmm. now we have a guy going in his junior season. So at the most, he has two more seasons with the Gophers and is already on that NBA level, um, which is going to be great for the team. Yeah, I mean, that would be – hopefully he gets the waiver and we can see him play this year, and hopefully they have basketball. I mean, true. Uh, we haven't heard anything. I think – I even saw something today about football or a couple days ago that was – I think it was – one of the national commentators just said something he saw it was 50 50 whether it was going to happen or not so that's kind of less optimistic news than we've heard the last few months um so who knows yeah. um but and in addition it'd be, it'd be huge if booth gotch um could play and it's just great that we got him because as you saw this past season the gophers did really well when gabe kelsher played well mm-hmm. and daniel uturu um, played well, but we didn't have a slasher or a penetrator who could get to the hoop and dish it out to Gabe yeah. Kelser for a three or drive and penetrate and then lob it or give the open pass to yeah, kind of that Amir coffee roll from two exactly. Years ago. Yeah. And this is what a six foot six guy, 180 pounder who has the athleticism that Booth has and can shoot like he can, that is going to be a great balance. Uh, I guess we don't know if Uturu is going to be with the Gophers next season. Most likely not, but, um, I'm excited to see what he brings, and I think it'll be like the perfect position that we could have got in this offseason, a small forward, um, maybe even a tall shooting guard. Yeah. Um, Other sports news, St. Thomas this week. I I didn't actually read the story that the NCAA put out or that was the decision, but what the headline said was St. Thomas takes the next step towards towards becoming Division I school. I read a little bit about it too. I saw the post that St. Thomas posted, and – uh, the Star Tribune wrote about it, but they said that the NCAA would approve of a formal waiver to like accept them into the Summit League, which the Summit League was in uh, agreement with, agreement mm-hmm. with, and supported. But I thought that the meeting on yesterday, which is last Wednesday when this podcast comes out, was to determine if we were going D1. Yeah, that's why I thought it was a final decision. Yeah. I feel like they just keep pushing it back because we were supposed to have it in April. April. And then that got pushed back because of COVID or whatever they said, and now it just keeps getting pushed back and back and back. Yeah, and that's that's what the deal was, that you come out of this meeting, you know whether or not yeah. you're D1 or if you have to find something. And it's the 21-22 season, which the Tommies would ultimately be in. Uh, for the first season in the new conference, which may seem like a long time away, but you have to do so much prep work and right. figure everything out, get scholarships if you're going D1. So the sooner the better. Uh, it's disappointing to hear about that and not walk away with a definitive answer. Yeah. I guess looking opti- um, optimistically, they said it's a step in the in the right direction, but yeah. I wonder when this thing is going to end. They said that it could a decision could come at late in November. Jeez. And I mean, who, who knows you, if they would yeah. push it back then, but just I mean, that's that another just screws you for recruiting. five months away from now. Yeah, I mean, you got to recruit for next season this summer. And, and what are you supposed to tell them? Like, we may be going D1, yeah. we may be going D2, we may be going D3. Yeah. I don't know. And I did see um, something this week about potentially joining the Big East. I don't think it'd be a straight, for basketball at least, it wouldn't be a straight shot to the Big East. It might be a Summit League for a couple of years and then 
the the end goal is kind of to get into that Big East, which I, I don't know how reliable the source was on that. It could just be blowing smoke, but that would be awesome. For basketball, that would yeah, be sweet. I don't know if they have so football awesome. there. I don't think they do. Um, which you would have to figure out. So football, you got to join, was it the Horizon League that NDSU plays in? I'll look it up. I think Who, Is it, that Big Sky? Oh, it could be the Big Sky, yeah. It could be the Big Sky. Let's see. But if if St. Thomas could get into the to the Big East and our new AD Phil Eston um, came from Penn State and I think he's got some, you know, some pretty big visions and he wants to make it Big Ten baby. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be. I don't awesome. know if he has that big a vision, but that would be pretty cool. Just I'm, a couple miles down the road. I'm sure it won't happen, but I mean they're talking about basketball and the other sports are going to go in one conference, but then football and hockey you'd have to look elsewhere. It'd be awesome if say like basketball was in the Big East or even Summit League if we're not going to be that advantageous right now, and then football in the Big Sky and hockey in the NHCA. I forget what that one is called. Oh, St. Cloud State. Yeah, and the those. NA or what is, what NHCAA. Uh, that doesn't sound right. It's what the Gophers used to play in before yep. they left, right? Yeah, and when the Gophers were a lot better yeah. than they are now. Um, Not a huge hockey guy, as you can tell. So <laughs> Missouri Valley is what is what the NDSU plays in for football. That's the conference, Missouri Valley. Okay. Um, Big Sky is similar though, similar type teams, Montana State, those type of teams. Um, but that would be cool if we could get. I think that would be a good competition level for St. Thomas, and you know, if basketball can get <laughs> into the Big East, that would just be <laughs> ideal. Going against the JP McCurs of the world, yeah. Trayvon Blewitz. Yeah. The guy from Seton Hall who was a beast, that'd be yeah. <laughs> that'd be crazy. Seton Hall was good this year. I mean, they definitely would get schlacked if they joined it in 2021 for at least a couple of years. But, yeah, I mean, they got the talent in the state. I, I read a Ryan James article that said he thinks there's 20 Division One kids in Minnesota uh, right now, high school kids in Minnesota that have, are going to be D1 basketball players, and the majority, if not all, are going to pretty much lead the state. Yeah. So... Where if they had another D1 program to go to and play different competition, like a Big East or something like that. Who knows? There's your draw right there. Okay, I looked it up. It's the NCHC, National Collegiate Hockey Conference. Yeah. They got a spot open for us or what? Mario Lucia is the one of the guys in the board, Mm. or he's higher-ups, and he used to be the YZ coach, and his son played for Notre Dame, really big hockey family. And he said the other day, and this is a source, uh, my dad is the source, hopefully it's reliable, that mm-hmm. they would support St. Thomas Sweet. coming into for the hockey. I mean, yeah. I don't, I, our hockey team was okay. They weren't, you know, I mean, they were top, like towards the top of the league, but I don't think they won the conference this last year, and I don't think they've been dominant like some of the other programs have. But, but yeah, you know, that would be sweet. You yeah. could definitely draw a lot more talent, state of hockey. You know, there's a plenty of talent to pick from. So Yeah, and that for sure stuff. change, obviously, recruiting – Hockey players play D3 versus D1, where yeah. if they have two D1 schools to choose from in Minnesota, U of M, who yeah, well, they in have the a recent ton years, on D1 hockey because yeah. like St. Cloud, Duluth. Those, oh, yeah. 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 I guess I'm just thinking Thank other you, ones. Yeah. But at least in Twin Cities in D1, like Minnesota hasn't been doing that great as of recently. Obviously, they're a really good hockey school mm-hmm. where St. Cloud State is really good. Yeah. But that's out a bit. Same with um, Duluth, yeah. who's up there. Twin Cities, smaller school, St. Thomas, that'd be sweet if we got to be a, yeah. a hockey powerhouse. Right in the heart of the city, a little bit smaller school. Hey, might draw on some people. Yeah. Never know. And we're, we're for sure talking way ahead of ourselves, oh, which, yeah. which we do a yeah. lot. But, <laughs> you know, 
people love that hopefully yeah. Who knows? <laughs> we have no idea yeah um, <laughs> no one's listening <laughs> anything else i go for football we're gonna mention they were they're ranked 15th for the class of 2021 just below or 14th just below iowa at 13 so andy you got you got us on this one um but yeah, no really big gets recently for football yeah. wise. We haven't had any coaches pretty much get booted out of the program like Iowa has yeah. in the past week, so <laughs> we've got that over them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And one of the St. Thomas coaches actually got hired as a defense assistant, um, Donnie Diaz. If you remember, he was the cornerback yeah, coach, coach our freshman year there. So I played under him. So maybe we have him coming on the pod soon. Wait, he got hired where? At the U. No way. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Wow. I yeah. He Must is a defensive assistant, is what his Twitter bio says. And it says, you know, Sky Yuma, go, go, throw the boat. He's got pictures every day at the field and stuff. So oh, he must know somebody who works there, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't talk bad about him. He might come on the show. We'll get some tips from Donnie Diaz, yeah. legend of the game. Um, anything else? Nope. I think, we're, I think we're good. That'll do it. We got Sam Thorson, um, baseball pitcher from the U of M, just got drafted by the Chicago Cubs. Coming on next week in studio, back to back in studio. Um, we're gonna post those videos on YouTube. I think we'll see if we can get Andy to get, get those going on YouTube. So we'll post a full interview of Logan Foot on YouTube if you want to watch it and see him popping out of his shirt. If you're on um, if you're on TikTok, look around because there might be something with that yeah. with Logan Foot post and a new wake and take yeah. account on TikTok. So yeah. if, you're, if you're a talker. Be out on the lookout. Yeah, we're going to be talking pretty soon here. I think Logan has, he's going to post something for us. So we got to have, you know, a talk account so they can link over and listen to the pot. Yeah. All right, we'll be back next week. See you all then. There is a house in New Orleans. They call the rising sun.